Stop the music, boys. The show is about to begin. And what a show, what a show. It's time for Abrams and Pacero, a civil but inside look at today's political world from two men that are in the know. Brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance. Now, here's Mark Abrams and Jim Pacero on FM News 101. Dr. Eric Fruits, and we're going to continue this hour with our ballot measures and our voters pamphlet of the air in this half hour we are going to move on to measure 105 measure 105 would repeal the immigration sanctuary law that is on the statute books here in oregon and we have with us jim ludwig from oregonians for immigration reform how are you jim I'm doing fine. I think I overslept. It's still summertime. Yeah, yeah. no, I think you you overslept by a whole a whole season, didn't you? <laughs> so so Jim, let's let's let me give you the opportunity to make your elevator speech on why a yes on 105. Okay, well first let me put in context what Oregonians for Immigration Reform is about. Okay. We believe every nation has the sovereign right to set its own immigration policies. We believe that every Mer- American citizen has the constitutional right to advocate for immigration levels that they feel are in the best interest of our country. And we have, since our beginning in the the year 2000, advocated for a return to our traditional levels of immigration of 230,000 people per year. Traditional from from what period? Because in the 1890s, millions of people... 1776 to 1976. You're averaging, including a period when the entire United States was only 2.5 million people. I'm averaging in over the first 200 years, okay? Yeah, but I mean, America America was about 2.7 million people in 1789. It, whatever so of it course was, it wasn't going to get a whole lot. That's what we average, and that's what we're in favor of: two hundred and thirty thousand people per year. Okay, so, so oh, Jim, 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 Jim. Okay, let's stick with that for a minute, though. Say, well, no, you asked me a question. Well, part we're of my qu- part Mark, of my question, Mark, Mark. Wait, it's unsustainable for us environmentally, socially, fiscally, and politically, and be a terrible burden to pass on to our children. We're averaging over two point seven million immigrants per year. Think of this. We grew in the last census in 2010 over the previous 10 years by 27 million people. Put that in perspective. The whole state of Texas, we grew that in just 10 years. That's unsustainable for us environmentally, socially, fiscally, and politically. Well, actually, our former, our former host, Rob Kramer, would argue there's a lot of empty land and we can sustain this kind of growth. Uh, environmentally, but but you're talking about a a growth rate that is less than one percent per year. The birth rate in America is below replacement rate. That's correct. So what is bad about taking it? I mean, you you've picked a number, but what's the policy basis behind your well, number? Okay, well I'll put it this way: How would we be better off with 500 million people? Or and the Census Bureau comes out with some projections: one billion people. Tell me how we'd be better off environmentally socially, fiscally, or politically with 700 million or a billion. Well, I haven't seen anything that says we're going to be better off at. Jim, I haven't seen anything that says we're getting up to 500 million. Can we get to the measure? Well, look at the Census Bureau projections. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to get to the measure. Um, okay, let's go. Yeah, Jim, t- t- tell me what the measure does. Talk about it in context of what is the mayor Wheeler is doing with his sanctuary uh, laws. Put it in pers- put it in context of what's going on right now. On the, on the streets of Portland. Well, what uh, ORS 181.820 does is 
elevate the status of criminal aliens above American citizens. Actually, it doesn't, Jim. Let's let's stop you right there. The sanctuary state law is designed to keep law enforcement in one corner and immigration in another and allow the money that you, the voter, and I, the voter, chose to spend on police, on police matters, and actual criminal matters, which immigration is not. Well, actually, Mark, it, it, it's I not. It actually doesn't even... It's, I think it's even more than that. It's not just putting them in corners. It says that if the only thing that you are trying to arrest someone for, the only thing is immigration, then you cannot use state resources. Right. That's, you can't just go driving around looking for people talking and funny. By the, looking, way, by the way, yep. the litigation that's been going on around this country in Philadelphia, in San Francisco, in Chicago, uniform, uniformly and unanimously has favored the sanctuary uh, state. Uh, but if you pick, uh, but wait, 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 who committed 18 crimes, he refused to notify ICE. He released Sergio Martinez, who within a month and a half went out and raped one woman, sexually abused okay, another. Okay, you, you found your Mark, one... Mark, you found Mark, your Mark, one no, 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 Mark. You, you found, you found your poster him. boy. Jim, you found your poster boy. But the fact is law enforcement, law enforcement <laughs> disagrees with you. The Deschutes County DA is up on TV. I right for my own opinion. Well, but okay, you're trying to convince other people, Jim. Mark, let Jim... No, I'm, I'm asking, Jim, all of law enforcement practically in this state lines up against you. The Deschutes Bullshit. County... That is, <laughs> yeah, they how do. How many sheriffs are signed up in favor of our initiative? Do you know? Tell me. The 18 have signed up on a That's letter. half. And, you know, the DAs, Rod of, Underhill's uh, against you, and, and the, guy in, the guy in Deschutes has cut a TV ad against you? So you said none had. You I lied. know. I said most. No, okay. you said most had. Yeah. That's a lie, and you know it. No, so, I don't. Okay, know. okay, Jim. Let me. I want to ask you about uh, Mayor Wheeler and your react. And in terms of this ballot measure and what Mayor Wheeler has done, and 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 Mayor Wheeler's aggressive uh, uh, stance against the president. Well, Mayor Wheeler, uh, when he was asked by the ICE officials for just common sense protection from the riotous mob in Portland. He refused to go to their aid, mm -hmm. and uh, there I assume or I think that they filed a lawsuit against him for encouraging criminals, basically that's what they are, who tried to break down ICE's ability to uh, work in, the, in uh, the, the nation. But let me finish my point. You, you're, you keep saying that the, all these guys are good. At the Oregon State Penitentiary right now, there are 173 Nobody Illegal said aliens serving time for rape. They represent 18% of the people in the Oregon State Penitentiary serving time for rape. The Pew Research Center says 4% of our population in Oregon are illegal aliens. Yet 18% of the people serving time for rape, like Sergio Martinez, are illegal aliens. They commit crimes far above what you should expect out of their cohort. Every statistic I've seen, Jim, so many of them Jim, is because of this state statute. You know, Jim, I have an email here saying that my interrupting you is out of control, but you got to stop and let me, have, let's have a conversation. Well, not we, a, we, are not a a we are having a conversation. No, we're not really, yeah, because well, he's not letting me no, get a word in. No, I think he's doing okay. Don't, don't. 
Well, you, when you lie, I got to respond. I'm sorry. No, I didn't lie. You know, Jim, disagreeing with you doesn't mean I'm lying. And by the way, don't swear on the air. We don't tend oh, to like that. Oh, he's doing okay. We got to take a break. 503-417-9595. This is Abrams and Pacero brought to you by FM News 101 KXL. Got something to say? Call Mark and Jim now at 503-417-9KXL. Brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance. Now back to Abrams and Pacero on FM News 101. Welcome back to Abrams and Pacero. Dr. Eric Fruits joining Jim Pacero and me, Mark Abrams. We're talking with Jim Ludwig of Oregonians for Immigration Reform. And in this, this 15 minutes, let's actually talk about the measure. And Eric, you had some, some well, questions. Well, on the measure itself, I, I look at this, I've actually got the, the sanctuary state law in front of me. I've got the ballot measure in front of me. And it strikes me that there's really nothing that this measure seems to do that would actually change the way things are working. So we were talking about the, the guy who was released from jail and then went off and raped and, and killed a woman. Under our current sanctuary state law, he should have been turned over to ICE. It, the problem isn't necessarily with the law itself. It's with the way that our, our politicians and law enforcement agencies are interpreting that law and taking a really broad approach to it. And I don't see how they're going to change their belief and attitude if Measure 105 passes, because they're, we're still going to have Ted Wheeler's mayor. We're still going to have the same judges we have, and they're still going to do what they want to do. So how, how is 105 going to make Jim, that's the a question. Better? Jim, that's a question for you. Sure. Well, if you create a sanctuary state to the public, what do illegal aliens think about it? We become a magnet for criminal aliens. I mean, that, there's no question about it. If you create a safe zone for people who break a law, they're going to want to go there. When the guy who killed uh, uh, Staley, is that her name, the gal in San Francisco? He was in Oregon for a while, but San Francisco opened up the doors as a sanctuary city in a sanctuary county in a sanctuary state. You, you attract criminals if you put out the notion there is a sanctuary from criminal law. Do you think uh, Mayor Wheeler's position on this is helping or hurting him politically? I don't think he, you know, he's got any uh, chance of running for a statewide office. I mean, the the videos you've seen of what they do to people who happen to venture in downtown Portland is, is terrible. A number of years ago, we had uh, some some of our members go to the Portland City Council. Uh, uh, and the issue was the work sites that the city of portland had opened up for illegal aliens and they went we were going to testify against it well i had a, a call to go to the executive club on the same night so i wasn't able to go but so one of our members with two women went to that program at, at uh portland city hall apparently and i've never testified there but apparently you put on a name tag with your first name on it so uh, our members talked there as they walked out, they were assaulted by some young guys mm -hmm. who had air horns. They followed them out to the parking lot, blew the air horns in their ear. Now, this was a man with two women. That's how people are treated. So how, what's that have to do with 105? Uh, it's because it's the environment that you folks create in Portland that says if you are opposed to illegal immigration, we're going to terrorize you. So what, if Measure 105 passes, we won't have the air horns anymore? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, we might have that, but uh, it's not. we're not going to have the criminal aliens seek, 
Why no, I'm, I'm just curious. No, I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, so, 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 how many illegal immigrants are there in Oregon right now, and how many would there well, be? Well, I don't know. I know. All I know is the Pew Research Center said 4% of our population, and you can compute that. So would that would 105 aliens. take us to zero or 2% or, or what? I, I'm no, just what it will do, it will allow uh, law enforcement agencies to communicate with federal immigration authorities. But they already can. To release they already can. Alien. They already can. All this does choose not to. Oh, no, no, but the sanctuary well, state well, law says that you... Martinez get out there? Well, well it, you keep coming back to one example, Jim. That one example should not be the basis for a law. So there, Okay, there are 971 criminal illegal aliens at the Oregon State Penitentiary. And, okay, now wait, Jim. How many non... Out of how many... A, pop, a criminal population of 31, 32,000, I so, think. So, Jim, how many, how many illegal... That would be about the 4%. How it would many be people who are here... Pretty much the, the same. How many people in the yeah, state yeah, are one here? at a time. I can't take. How many are here in the state illegally, but have broken no other laws other than being here illegally? How many do you think that is? I don't know, but if they've broken a federal law, they shouldn't be here. Well, uh, they, can I pick and choose which laws to obey? Can you? Do you jaywalk? You litter? No, I do. actually I don't. Well, many people do. So many people do make those choices, but and they shouldn't go to jail for jaywalking, but they should go to jail for rape. Right. Murder? How about the murder of and the rape of Sister uh, Okay, Jim. Jessica Jim. Klamath okay, I, 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 she was a, a nun who was strangled to death oh with her goodness. rosary beads by an illegal alien and raped. And do you think nobody who's here legally has ever done something like that, Jim? Let's let's talk about the jail, rest of the immigrants. Jim, let's talk about the rest of the immigrants, which is what Eric was trying to steer you onto, which is, you know, you've got. Uh, Hummel, the DA in, in Deschutes County, and Underhill, the DA here in, in uh, Multnomah, and many others, saying if you pass your measure, the law-abiding aliens who are here illegally and the Hispanic community generally and other newcomer communities, all of whom are here legally, will be scared to, to work with law enforcement for fear of what happens. What, what's your response to that? Well, the that's the main that's that the main is, argument. The response to that is sheriff uh, the sheriffs if you look at the the statement of the uh, 18 sheriffs who are in favor of our initiative they state that they can never document ever somebody who as an illegal alien turned in another illegal alien for a crime it just doesn't happen. Furthermore, there are four visas available for an illegal alien who turns in and uh, another illegal alien that's, for committing a crime. Can you cite not one the art, person Jim, who's Jim. ever been arrested for turning in an illegal alien criminal? Can you cite Jim, one? that's not the argument. The issue is that the legally here people in, particularly the Hispanic-speaking Hispanic community, will not cooperate because they may know another illegal because they, they will be scared to participate in the law enforcement process, not just the illegal Or aliens. they might just get picked up at random because they talk oh, yeah. talking, <laughs> talking while Hispanic. That's the argument. Well, you seem to find that amusing. Remember, it's not uh, to that community. Down in southern Oregon, when there was a raid on a marijuana grown by illegal aliens, a, uh, a, one of the sheriff deputies was approaching the, uh, the grow, and the illegal alien had a shotgun, and the deputy shot and killed him. Well, generally speaking, when somebody does that as a law enforcement agency, there's a couple of weeks of time where they investigate it, and then after that, they come out with the name of the officer and say he was justified or not justified. The sheriff's office never released his name. 
You know why? And they cited it because they were worried about the drug cartel put going after him a thousand miles away. The illegal alien who turned them in, initially a farmer, he was working at a farm, they quoted him in the newspaper, but they gave him a false name because you know why? He wasn't worried about being deported. He turned them into the uh, uh, sheriff's office. He wasn't worried about being deported. He was worried about retaliation from the drug cartel. Well, Jim, you know if what? You live in Southern I California. Think, you don't turn in an illegal alien I have to say, without worrying about somebody coming I, by I your I think I was door. on the fence about this measure. I was on the fence about this measure. Jim has convinced me that it's a terrible measure. Oh, <laughs> and good. I'm going to vote no. Oh, and everyone else should vote surprise. no. Because it's just, all I'm hearing is a bunch of hate. And, and and random facts that have nothing to do and with anecdotes about murders and uh, a couple of murders. Yeah, if nothing, nobody There's nobody here legally ever killed someone. Seven illegal aliens serving time for murder at the Oregon State Penitentiary. And how many legal people? How many native-born Americans are in there for murder? I don't have a choice in that matter. I think we have done a good a job moving the ball. I, I, I think I think that Jim makes a very serious point about the idea that we have federal laws and we have federal immigration laws, and it's not okay for the state of Oregon and the mayor of Portland to not follow them. And I am going to vote with Jim and in favor of this measure. Okay, Jim, that's all we have time for. Thank you very much for joining us. When we get back, we are going to move on to the grocery tax, and we're going to count on our own Dr. Eric Fruits to present more cogently than the last few people. <laughs> well, that's a cheap shot. I uh, thought Jim Ludwig did very well. You, you were listening to a different interview. 503-417-9595. Toll free 877-733-1011. This is Abrams and Pacero brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance on FM News 101 KXF. Now, back to Abrams and Pacero brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance on FM News 101. Welcome back to Abrams and Pacero. Dr. Eric Fruits in with us. And, and, and we want to thank both Nicole Benz and Jim Ludwigwick from for coming on i thought i thought the last interview the last half hour really identified where the country is and the state is and the tensions and i thought it was a pretty good interview i weep even even if you weep why I why weep. why mark do you weep? I, I really felt that mr ludwig wick was ludwig. Cons- ludwig was consumed with uh hatred and racism i i thought he made a fine case i, I, I don't get quite where the two of you are coming from you know, I mean, I, Eric, do you well, want to answer this? He didn't actually talk about the merits of the measure itself, right? The idea is it's we have a sanctuary state that illegal really clearly yeah, but, circumscribes but the, what... But it is symbolic in some ways, this measure, right? Because the same thing that the mayor is doing, I know I interrupted you, but the, but the mayor is doing symbolic stuff too, right? Yeah, I just don't think that the, the, the ballot box is a place for symbolism. I mean, uh, say, oh, okay, we're taking... And the bottom line is, it's not, the way that the state is run... This ballot measure, okay. even if it passes, it won't do anything. All right. Ted you, Wheeler's going to do the same thing. Kate Brown would do the same thing. But there, there are similarities between this and climate change. And, and on the climate change thing, Eric, it drives you crazy when, when the Oregonians say, hey, let's not have Jordan Cove or let's not have Bradford Landing or let's not transport natural gas or anything else because we're going to save climate change just in Multnomah County, and we'll make our own policies, right? That kind of that kind of thinking drives you crazy. Well, it drives me crazy because they also say, well, we, you know, well, gee, we know we can't actually change climate change because we represent one one hundredth of one percent of global carbon emissions, but we could be the leader and show everyone how it's done, and so, so we end up paying the price without getting any of the benefits. So, what's the difference between that and Mayor Wheeler and others deciding 
we can make our own sanctuary city laws and not comply with the federal government. It is the federal government's job to make immigration policy. That's and right. To exactly. It. And that's and Jim, okay. and Jim okay. here's something you should like. You sound like you're going to jump on me. It's called the Tenth Amendment. No, it's okay. called the Tenth right. Amendment. Those powers not granted to the federal government explicitly are reserved to the states. And the issue here is a Tenth Amendment argument, which you as a good conservative should be on board with, oh, which says mediocre they are, conservative. Yeah, well, but you're, well, no, you're, it's you're an what, what they're mandate. doing right. is it's an unfunded mandate. It, it's a violation of the spending power. It's an, a violation of separation of powers. Uh, and and. It's really asking the states to pick up costs that then detract from their primary responsibility to conduct on-the-street law enforcement. Okay, so you have some technical issues with the me measure, but the larger point that I, I was— I think the Tenth Amendment's more than a technical issue. But the larger point that I was making, Eric, about the idea that, that what— the symbolism that well, has come out. Well, if you go back the, okay, to every symbol, that, yeah, First of all, just just yeah. to that. Yes or no? Is that to the symbolism? Uh, I'm not excited about that. But the the, thing you're is not excited about the symbolism that's come out from the mayor and. And others who want Oregon to be, you know, against Donald Trump and his policies. Well, I mean, look, Ted Wheeler's inaction on the ICE protest has absolutely zero to do with zero this measure. Zero to do with sanctuary state. Zero. It had nothing to do with sanctuary state. He, people tried to make it sound like it did, but it really didn't. It had to do with his ability but, to, to, to protect I, see, I don't agree with that because people who are on, who are in the city of Portland, people who are doing work in the city of Portland, it was... It, it was a prioritization of, of police resources that has nothing to do with sanctuary state. See, he I think decided you're, you're, to make it about that. Okay, so the mayor did. Yeah. So back to the symbolism. The idea that you get some sort of political benefit if you think that we in this city, we're going to be well, better at, than everybody else. We'll County, be better than the national the politics or who, policies. The Noma County judge who let the guy walk out the back door of the courtroom, even though he was convicted of something, let him walk out. Mm -hmm. Um that wasn't because we're sanctuary state, because he he committed a crime. He could have had his information turned over. She decided not to. It's because they're not enforcing is the it, rules that are on the book. Is it obnoxious when local jurisdictions, such as the city of Portland, decide that they're going to get in the, in the face of the federal government about certain policies because they know that their local constituents don't agree with them when the jurisdiction is a federal jurisdiction? You know, Jim... There's, it's not just the cities. This am I, is a am state. I looking at it too narrowly? Well, we we have a state sanctuary law, which is what 105 is all right. about. Which, by the way, was passed with something like 57 to three in the state. But it doesn't house. necessarily mean it's right. Well, again, 57 to three. Most of your Republicans it's voted hard. for it. Yeah, it, but, but it's, the, it's the idea of the Chester defense, right? Why Who's, why did we pass the, the sanctuary state law in the first place? Back in 1987, by the Who's way. Whose job is immigration policy? The what feds. Level? Yeah, federal government, Who's, right? Whose job? So why? Is, is, so why? Why aren't why don't we all vote for this measure then? Isn't this measure just giving no. that policy back to the federal government? No, this job no. In, in in fact, it's exactly the opposite. This measure requires states and localities to use state and local resources to do the Fed's job. Well, no, that's the thing. It doesn't require them to do well, that. Well, but it makes it makes it easier it makes for the easy. Feds to pressure the state into doing it and condition things like awards of grants for law okay, enforcement, so money, in which the, is where the battle is. So the difference nationally. between that and ICE was that in the ICE case, where the federal government wasn't asking, asking for the state and local people to do the job, what Mayor Wheeler and the police by not being involved is they were actually getting in the way of the federal government from doing their job, which you thought was, which is okay, right? Well, have you seen uh, are, is Underhill? Ice, is ICE okay to have the ICE organization, that bureau? I mean, City council voted to have a contract with ICE. It was a decision so, by city council. City council voted so, to have ICE so, down there. So, Mark Abrams, do you approve of ICE being a federal government 
organization operating in the city of Portland, I in the state you, of Oregon? I think you need an immigration organization. Those on the left who are calling for the abolition of ICE, I think, forget that it used to be the INS and now it's ICE. And if you abolish it and create something else, it's going to be mostly the same well, they'll people. They'll just call it NICE. Yeah, they'll call the it national NICE. Immigration so I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one of those people right. who says you need to abolish it. I am someone who says I think it is doing things had, in a wrong way, and I would like to see it reformed. Had you been the mayor of Portland. And now, by reform, I use the now, usual Republican one means. Of the things, cut. One good. of the things like that cut. came up this week was our friend again, Andy Nago. And don't we don't know how to say his name. NGO. NGO. Somebody knows how to pronounce it. Non-governmental organization. And the Andy's name. But the young Asian American yeah. uh, who writes, wrote for the Vanguard, who the mayor, when he was in the studio, got got in an argument or a fight with on the uh, on the air. He had another piece in the Wall Street Journal about what happened last Saturday with Antifa, and how they harassed citizens of of, of Portland and tourists. Somebody from North Carolina was attacked for having a North Carolina license plate, and the police apparently stood down again. And well, Andy he was also attacked because he wasn't following. The protesters decided that they were going to be the traffic control, and he wasn't right. following their direction, even though the police were a block away. You know, you raised something else about this, and now I'm going to get on my high horse because Ted Wheeler on, on air in this in studio, studio. In your chair right there. In, in my the, chair. In, 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 the, in, the, in, in the wisdom chair. And, uh, it, it, and he said repeated the right. same comments uh, in his press conference this week. He, he made a big deal out of this KGW story that said, well, look, you know, they heard a couple yeah. of the— of the right. calls and they said look we did respond well first of all it wasn't all the calls right. right it wasn't all the calls it was just the calls that looked good and he said that kgw did the the research and i'm wondering to myself was it a fake study well i wonder who gave those calls to kgw did kgw right. say give me the calls where you responded or did someone in the mayor's office say here are some calls we want you to hear if ted wheeler is truly the police commissioner and truly the mayor he should release all the calls during that time and see how many were actually responded Mark, to. Which, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that that study was a valid study? That I mean, the mayor's used it to really uh, vindicate himself. And, and so where and where are you on this, Mark, as far as... as he was in and, Morocco. Right. <laughs> no, but, okay. I was, so I was no, a but, legal immigrant to Morocco. <laughs> I mean, what, how do you feel about this, the idea? I mean, one, do you think that the, that the police have, have not, have actually been told to stand down? When Antifa's in town, I don't know what I don't know. Well, what do you? What's your hunch? What's your gut tell you? What's I, you going know, on? You live down the, in the Pearl. I think that the police have been told to avoid inflaming situations at all costs, and that may be producing a different and a higher cost, or different and mm -hmm. equal cost. And I think the police and the mayor are in a very, very difficult situation. I think uh, Ted Wheeler's comment this week that there are people in the city saying the cops are pushing too hard and there are people in the city saying the cops aren't pushing hard enough is a no-win situation. And in in on balance, you know, I think the second somebody starts trashing a car, yeah, you arrest them, you haul them off. And I think Antifa is deliberately provocative in ways that exceed even my view of free speech. But then again, this blogger who pulls a gun on them, loaded or not, sh triggered or not, is also exceeding okay. it. So Fox News, Tucker Carlson. Well, we got we to take we, a break. So when we get back, we will we will talk about Fox News and Dr. Carlson. Dr. Carlson. 503-417-9595. Toll free 877-733-1011. Last segment coming up. You have Abrams and Pacero on FM News 101 KXL. Abrams and Pacero. Brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance. Now back to Mark Abrams and Jim Pacero on FM News 101. Last segment, last time to get your calls on you before the break. 
uttered the words Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah. So, so Mark, you probably don't live in this world that I live in because you don't take the Wall Street Journal and you don't take the Financial Times and you, you don't publish and you don't publish an elite product like the Oregon Transformation Newsletter. But the people, Eric's, Eric's laughing, he's our star writer. But the people that... <laughs> he the, knows the quality. And, you know, the land of the blind. The one and this week, <laughs> this week, if you email me at jim at, at thirdcenturysolutions.com, you will get a wonderful Q&A about the housing measure from the head of Washington County, Andy Dyke. Terrific. And uh, and Eric's wisdom will be in there, too. But, you know, if you're going to keep making plugs on Tucker the show, you Carlson, need to pay KXL. Tucker Carlson. So we can get raises. I heard from multiple people about Tucker Carlson on his popular show on Fox News making fun of the city of Portland and what happened with the Antifa. And then in the Wall Street Journal, our, our young journalist from Portland, Andy Nago, with another piece in the Wall Street Journal on what's going on in Portland and how the mayor and the city and the city of and the police are standing down and letting I think it's Antifa funny that, 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 that our mayor Ted Wheeler dings Andy for getting fired, <laughs> fired from, from the, the college newspaper, newspaper. But when he's a star he's, at the Wall Street Journal. You know how hard it is to get fired from a college newspaper. He's got seven columns in the Wall Street and Journal. He's in his and his last time I checked, Ted Wheeler has exactly zero. And we're going to get Andy. We're going <laughs> to get. He doesn't turn out quality products. Well, he runs a city. Product, and we're going to get Andy in the Andy in the studio. An op-ed for the Wall Street right. Journal, it get published. Right. I guarantee 100 percent be published. Let's, let's go to the phones. We've got David. David, you're on Abrams from Sarah. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Hey. Uh, morning, Jim. Morning. Mark, it's good to be with you. I just wanted to speak to the issue of Measure 105. Yep. One thing I impressed me about Measure 105 is 18 Oregon elected county sheriffs support the measure. Um, I do a segment on Lars Larson each week on foreign national crime. And what I found interesting in my research for a decade for Senator Tim Thatcher's office is counties that have sanctuary statutes or counties that would have major cities that have sanctuary statutes have the highest crime rates in the state of foreign national crime. And that includes legal and illegal immigrants in those in those uh, areas. So, so David, here, here's simply here, the case. David, part of the issue for me, though, is people uh, confuse correlation with causation. And frequently, in areas with immigrant communities, you have lower income, and lower income areas have higher crime. Um, I, I really can't speak to that. It's just a reality. Mm -hmm. and, and a, but, the but it's something you ought to look at if you're going you're gonna to cite it as one of the and reasons. And if you have more immigrants but, in your community, you're more likely to also have a sanctuary. Uh, well, yeah, there is a, there's, there is a reason. Whether yeah. they're immigrant, legal or illegal immigrants are being harmed by this. And, and the ending of uh, Oregon sanctuary statute would, would free law enforcement, particularly at the county jails and courthouses, to get some cooperation. Because we don't want these people like Sergio Jose Martinez Morales to go back on the street so, and so, harm our citizens. So, David, yeah, yeah, and every, we've heard enough about Sergio Gonzalez no, Martinez but, but at this really point. No, that's really critical, Mark. He's not a poster child. I can, I can I look at five now. other cases, Mark. Where is he now? People yeah. have been victimized. Where is he now? He's in jail, he, isn't he's he? He's currently in the Oregon Department of Correction Prison System well, then, for 35 years. Here we go. He'll eventually get out, and he's repeatedly been in the system. We just had a case in Salem here where a guy killed Logan and Jessica Wilson, an illegal immigrant. I mean, and, and the sheriff let him go out of the jail. I said, well, I don't know why. That's not because of immigration. Why Why they're letting go somebody who murders someone. Don't talk over me, Mark. It's no, really no, no, no. Because you're running on and on. you got to have a conversation, as I've said frequently today. You don't well, get to speak five minutes without taking a breath. That's not well, the really way the show works. Yeah, you were. Do you care about victims or do you not? 
I care about victims, but if a sheriff lets go a guy who's murdered, it's not because he's an illegal alien. It's because sheriff lets go a guy who's murdered. That has nothing to do with status, and I don't know why that sheriff did it. And I'll bet of the 18 sheriffs you guys ad nauseum say have supported the repeal measure, how many of them are from counties with significant populations of immigrants? Not Multnomah, not Washington, not Clackamas. Well, what's an immigrant and what's what's not an immigrant? I'm only addressing this public safety issue, Mark. I'm a reporter. I'm no longer doing opinion pieces. This is a, this is an issue of public safety. For whom and do you I've report? I've done this research for a decade, Mark. I don't think you have. For whom do you report? Who do I report? You say you're a reporter. No. Who, who do you work for? I, I, I volunteered to do research for Senator Kimmer. That, that doesn't make you a journalist. Don't call yourself a journalist when you're a political well, worker. You don't have to sound so high-handed, Mark. No, I think there's a distinction, and when you misrepresent yourself like that, you're going to get called out on it. I'm not I don't think he misrepresented himself. Why don't you do the numbers? I send those numbers to KXL, and you can have access to those numbers any time you want. I'm, to I'm still confused numbers. how the world changes if Measure 105 passes. Thanks for your call. I, 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 I'm not convinced that the world's going to all of a sudden change, that all our illegal immigrants are going to disappear. Or, no, they're not going to disappear. Or the ones that break they laws are always all going to I think they haven't committed you know, crimes I mean, disproportionate to their, there are, their population. There are two different issues. I mean, the first issue is we're a melting pot and we need immigration. No, we're, most, we're not and, a melting and pot and most of those And most of those immigrants mm-hmm. are great. The second issue is does the state of Oregon and the city of Portland have the right and the authority to make their own immigration policy outside of the federal government. They're two different issues, and they get mixed up in this ballot measure. They are getting mixed up. And, and, and so for our listeners, I think that the, uh, y- y- we have a lot of people, I mean, you, you, you talked about this, uh, you know, and Rob has talked about this for Kramer. You know, they're just, they're, our, our audience, there are a lot of people very concerned about this issue. Most importantly, we're coming to the end of the show, and next week, Shamia Fagan will be in the house with Dr. Fruits and Mark Abrams. I'll be off for a week, but they will, Eric, you will explain to them why Governor Bueller is going to win the election. And and, uh, that he will do next week. This has been Abrams and Becerra on FM News 101 KXL.